Welcome, welcome. This is my favorite mortgage podcast. I am Jamie Booth, a licensed loan officer in Arizona and Texas. And you are listening to a newer podcast that gives buyers, sellers, and realtors a behind-the-curtain look at what it takes to get a transaction from start to finish. We like to bring on special guests to not only share their expertise, but also to provide some advice on getting you to become a homeowner. And with that, we have one of my own personal friends, my own financial advisor. We have Dominic Escamilla with us. Nice to be here. Thanks. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Of course. Thanks so much for coming on. I know this is probably out of your realm. First time I've done something like this, but I'm excited. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. (laughs) I won't buy. I promise. I promise. So we we like to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, buyer's journeys Mm -hmm. because I do mortgages and and this is my favorite mortgage. Um, But there's something that, you know, a lot of buyers don't even realize that they may have access to Mm -hmm. to get them into a home sooner. Um, Before we get into that, though, Let's get to know Dominic a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, and this is a this or that type of. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Well, just, just a little have to game. Tell my story real just, quick or anything. Just a little. No. Oh, I mean, if you want to. No, no, no. I'd rather not. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is just kind of like a this or that. Okay. And um, you could just, you know, yes or no. Okay. okay ready? Sure. Apple or Android? Oh, Apple. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I like, I like the blue background text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes up green, it kind of yeah. makes your skin. But that crawl. one person in a group text that ruins it because they have an Android. <laughs> Mountain or beach? Um, ooh, uh, probably beach. Beach? Yeah. Yeah. You went to Spain not too long ago, yeah. right? Yeah, this past summer. And they, I've been to Barcelona once and it was beautiful i love that place one of my favorite places in the world when you go to places like that do you start looking up real estate uh well i tend to stay in in uh airbnb so yeah i I do end up looking at real estate you're like what would it take for me and my family to move here exactly exactly well spain is kind of a like in the back of my mind retirement place Ah. goal so yeah i was actually looking at at some real estate yeah Mm -hmm. it's funny I, i i don't know if they have like a you know spain zillow kind of thing um but yeah zilla you need to get on that okay dog or cat oh god i love them both but right now i have a new puppy so i'll say dog oh yeah yeah well how old uh it's like what is it like five months yeah about five months he was born in august what kind of dog he's a kind of a mix uh, a yorkie and poodle maltese little fuzzy black dog He's is really he funny. a rescue no 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 my niece and her husband had um a couple dogs and they had a little litter of oh, four and, kind of uh, an so, accident so we had yeah actually <laughs> and we ended up with one of we ended up with the only boy so yeah oh yeah he's really cute what's his name under, his name is jameson like after the whiskey <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a long story but uh yeah he's funny he's got a little underbite and yeah, he's and we already have a black lab and we have a black cat so we have three three pets they're all jet black oh how funny and, uh, yeah yeah so we had a andy on a few weeks ago and we were laughing about how many different names pet owners end up calling their pets so what's his nickname uh let's call him dummy just dummy <laughs> oh how nice well, i call him little dog too hey little dog <laughs> little, you know, dog. So little dog little dog just dummy because he's just not all that bright but he's he's really he's really funny <laughs> Yeah, he's hilarious. That poor thing. 
That poor thing. So are you a Tucson native? Oh, yeah. Born and raised. And yeah. you um, went to school at the U of A? Went to school at the U of A before that at South Point High School. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sal Point's one of our local uh, private Catholic schools. Yeah, yeah. at the time it was the, I believe it was the only, I think maybe Suffolk Hills, it was, yeah, so there were two at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated, you know, way before the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all of than our Google, shenanigans. As, as we're supposed to say now. Yeah. yeah no. There's no proof of our shenanigans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a very embarrassing yearbook photos. Uh, my yearbooks are... Or hidden away, and I, I I don't like those Facebook groups of oh you know here well, people taking shots out of the yearbook and putting them on Facebook. Oh. Not appreciated. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have to go. I guess down. people have mullets now too, though. So I'm, so it's not embarrassing that, that full bad. circle. Yeah, full circle bad hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the mom <laughs> jeans are back. Like oh god, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Why are we bringing yeah, this the, up? That back? ridiculous haircut that me and every other guy in the eighties had. Yeah. So, your your task is to go find his year. No, 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 no. There are too many too many South Point grads stay in Tucson, so there are too many people here that that have access to those yeah. years. I yeah. W- I won't say exactly what year in the eighties I graduated, so people. You know. Okay, so it'll <laughs> you'll make it challenging. Look. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we are in our second year of this podcast. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. And thank you. And um, you know, when we're we're looking at home buyers, I wanted to share my own story because when um, I made a video about <clears throat> how I got into home ownership, mm-hmm. and the caveat was just I just did it right. I didn't. I didn't really know to worry about interest rates. I didn't know to worry about down payment. And I had my boss, which, you know, I still think to this day, Alex Quinville, he's kept saying, you need to buy a house. You need to buy a house. And I was renting and I love my little place, Mm -hmm. but I had no idea where to start. And so he kind of said, borrow money from your 401k. And at the time I had worked for my company for <clears throat> you know, six, seven years, and I knew I had a 401k and I would get a statement, but I never mm. really knew I could utilize that right, to buy right. a home. So fast forward, I got pre-approved and I used the money out of my 401k and mm-hmm. I got an FHA loan. Nice. And so I didn't, I didn't know that I could do that. I was always worried that I needed the 720 credit score or I needed 20% down Mm -hmm. and I was able to buy a home. And I thank him because I didn't know that was possible. Right. And that's something that you do in life is is your jobs as a financial advisor Mm -hmm. is to help, you know, with their retirement. And 401k is one of the vehicles. Right. Um, Can you share a little bit more about the different vehicles that that – Help well, people um, with retirement. Yeah. So, um, as individuals, you know, individual retirement account that that literally is that. There's no a re- there's no group retirement account for you and another person. Everything is individual. So your 401k is just yours, mm-hmm. and IRA is just yours. A lot of people hear the term Roth and don't know what that means. Um, a, f- a traditional IRA is pre tax money. A Roth IRA is after tax money. So that means the money you're putting in a Roth, you've already paid taxes on. It grows. 
over your lifetime as you keep putting money in it. And in retirement, it's one of only two sources that you get tax-free income from. The only other one is cash value in a life insurance policy. If you use a life insurance, a permanent okay. life insurance policy correctly, growing cash value in it, those are the only two areas you're going to be able to pull cash out of tax-free in retirement. So Roth IRAs are, are great tools. And some sometimes your employer has a 401k that has a Roth option on it. And mm. that's awesome because the limits are higher oh, of what I you can put that. in your Roth at work than what you can put in your Roth individually. And also the IRS has some, some um, limits on income mm-hmm. wise. So if you make too much, they don't let you put money in a Roth. Uh, I forgot uh, what it, you know, see how these amounts change every year. So I think right. it's somewhere so with loan like, amount, yeah, limits. I think it's like 135,000 as an individual and 190 as a couple, you know, okay. once you surpass that, you can't put money in a Roth, either one of you. Uh, um, and, but at work, you can you can put your entire uh, limit of what you're putting in your 401k in your Roth if they have that Roth option. And then your income doesn't come into play? No, your income doesn't come into play at all. Because nice. it's not a percentage of your income, it's a total amount. So you can put whatever percentage of your, your income in a 401k. Uh, the limit, the dollar limit, uh, if you're under 50, is $23,000 for 2024. And if you're over 50, there's a $7,000 catch up. So it's 30,000. So if you're, so you're saying 50 years old. Yeah. So if you're 50 50 years years old, old. then you have that catch up. So if you're under 50, you can right now you can put 23,000 in your 401k, either pre-tax or Roth, if your employer has a Roth option. And then if you're over 50, you can put a full 30,000 in your 401k. So the limit plus your catch up. Your catch up to seven. And that Uh, changes every year. That changes every year, but the catch up tends to be the same amount every okay. year. It's always seven thousand. So, because last year it was like twenty two five or something. Like that. It goes up in about five hundred dollar increments. Sometimes a thousand. Yeah. And that catch up period is for people such as myself that didn't really even start retirement right. till like my thirties, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like you know I don't feel like I'm going to have enough. Right. Well, I would say this before we go any further. Just if you're employed and your employer offers a 401k, right. and you're not participating, change that today. Okay. Go and sign up for your 401k. Nobody is saving for you to retire. Nobody. No. The IRS uh, wants you to save for your own retirement because that's why they Social give Security these tax is not credit. enough. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, that's why you're allowed to lower your taxable income by putting money into a 401k. Um, th- so you, out of the yeah. three, which one is your favorite? Well, th- there's that's a tough answer because – um, well, a 401k is my favorite because it's the one you can put the most money in. But no matter what, you want to uh, be saving for yourself. So that's you know bottom line. You want to save for yourself. A lot of people are self-employed, and if they don't have employees, they mm-hmm. can do what's called a solo 401k, and that's really great for like real estate agents. That's huge. Yeah. Um, we taught a class on that. With yeah, you. we taught a class on that. Uh, that's real important to do. And and getting back to the whole concept, of nobody else is saving for you to retire but yourself. Right. Uh, it's important to participate in any of these. It's just how old are you and what your situation is, mm-hmm. where are you in life financially. Anything will help. So sometimes pre-tax is a lot better because you're trying to lower your taxable income. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much you're getting taxed. It matters that you're putting a money money away in a Roth so you can get more money tax-exempt in retirement. So that's why that question is difficult to answer because it's it's more of a very particular situation you need to examine yeah. your own situation. But I would say if you're not saving in a 401k, if your employer doesn't offer a 401k, go up in a, uh, an IRA or a Roth somewhere uh, and start contributing because right. nobody is saving for your retirement. Well, let me ask you this, and you may not know, but 
on average, so very average American, mm-hmm. when they get to 65, what's, what's a magic number that someone should have had been saving? Oh, that's tough. The most important thing in retirement is income. It's not assets. Okay. So um, you need to have a strategy as you're saving towards your income. So you need to have... Um, you need to have liquidity, you need to have wealth accumulation, and then you need to have lifetime income. So it, it's it's about a whole process of doing that. And there, you know, there are all of us have one pension in common, and that's Social Security. Mm. Uh, some of us, you know, people a lot younger than me, it's really in question if it's even going to be there. Right, right. Um, I'm of the mind that's always going to be there because they're they're not going to default on that, and there's that's a five hour conversation as to why that <laughs> is how it is. But um, it can't be your only thing. It can't. Oh, absolutely, can't be your only right. thing unless you want to live below poverty level, you know, in retirement. Yeah. And sadly, a lot of people are banking on only that, or they're just treating retirement like it's so far in the future it doesn't matter. And then right. all of a sudden, they find themselves in their fifties and realizing retirement's within a decade, right. and they haven't started at all. Right. And then they realize. Okay, well, I'm going to work mm. until I die. I, I die, or yeah. until people just won't employ me anymore. And that's what people are facing too. That they're just no one wants to hire you. You know, when you're oh, yeah. 74 years old, Walmart will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> but that, that, that's a sad situation. You know, yeah. and and you know, it used to be that we would live generations in the same home and that's just not in, in mm-hmm. all of Western society. That's not really no. happening anymore. You don't right. live three or four generations in the same household with aunts and uncles on the same property and all that stuff. That, yeah. that doesn't happen here. A lot of times that happens with immigrants. You'll see them come here from like India or so, and, you know, four or five families living in the same home, sharing right. all their How resources. Economical. And, yeah. <laughs> economical. And then, and then next thing you know, years later, there's a bunch of them are doctors and they, they yeah. have, you know, yeah. they're all millionaires. And We're doing like, wow, it wrong. How, how do that, yeah. Well, they took care of one another. You know, they acted like family. We're so individualistic. It's just, oh, I'm gonna go to school in another state and you know see my parents twice a year type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I've heard of Roth IRAs, and it's. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you came on because my employer does offer that. That mm-hmm. now I want to look differently. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to these limits, uh, not just dollar amount, but you said it's twenty three. Uh, thousand. It's twenty three thousand for this year. Yeah, for this year, if you're under fifty, that can go into your four hundred one k, and that can go in pre tax or or after tax. So could matter. you split it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, okay. Yeah. So some and, in and, Roth, and, some in traditional, and okay. some people. And this is you know your own tax, your own uh, financial advisor, or you know you need to find out you know what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need your taxable income lowered? Are you really close to a, a tax bracket and you want mm. to get under that tax bracket? Your 401k is the best way to do that. So uh, it's important to find out where you are. But getting back to the whole thing about getting a loan on your 401k. Yes. Now, this is another thing that's kind of out of your control to begin with because your employer's 401k might not offer loans. Okay. The See, larger and I didn't the, know yeah. that. I thought that if you have a 401k, you had the option to withdraw for a home. Right. Now, there are there are hardship withdrawals. Okay. And um, in some cases, a first-time home buyer can, mm-hmm. can count as a hardship withdrawal. So that's that would be the only caveat, but it's not 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, if you're an employer and you're and you're providing a 401k, you can you can have it written to where you're allowing for residential loans for your participants to be able to pull money out of their 401k. Now, right. the IRS doesn't want you pulling any money out of your 401k no, at all no. until you retire. That's why there's a big 10% penalty if you take early withdrawals. Yeah. Uh, plus, you're still paying taxes on it. Because if you retire right. with two million dollars in your 401k and you're looking at, wow, I, re- I have two million dollars in my 401k, that's right. not all your money. You haven't paid taxes on it yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> the IRS is still going to get their share mm. uh but which is like 25 percent or something crazy uh, well yeah it just depends on your tax bracket at the yeah. time when you're pulling okay. it out but you, you you're that's another thing you figure okay well I, i'll be retired i won't have income you know a w2 income so my tax bracket's probably going to be lower but then you got to figure okay well are the tax brackets going to be the same 30 years 20 from now years, when I yeah. retire, you know, so who knows? So it's, it's a tough, it's a tough question yeah. to ask yourself and, and you just have to get on a path and kind of commit to it and stay right. on it. Right. Yeah. So I've, I've heard the rumor is like $2 million is a good amount of money, Yeah. you know, and I, that's why I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, it's a nice round number to come up with, right. uh, but it's also tough to say because if you just have, okay, I have $2 million in assets and I'm retiring at 65, okay, how much do you get to spend every year? You know, we, yeah. it used to be this 4% thing, but now they're saying maybe two. You know, um, you can spend your money too fast. Uh, inflation can wreck you like it, it is yeah, a lot of people happening. now. Yeah. I mean, right now, basically the entire country has got a 25% pay cut. And it's called yeah. it's called inflation, Jeez. and that's you know everything costs more. Uh, you'll go to the grocery store and you get two bags of groceries and spend eighty six dollars, yeah. and you're going, yeah. "What is there gold in these bags?" And I, you're like, "What did I just buy?" I yeah. was grocery shopping over the weekend, and a frozen pizza yeah. was nine ninety nine nine ninety nine for frozen pizza. Yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It hurts my heart that you're buying frozen pizza. <laughs> Talking to a chef here. Uh, I, you're right. I forgot. I forgot. He is. He's a master chef. And yeah, no, 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 I no, 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 no. Let's not go master <laughs> chef. No. I, well, more than me, but yeah. There's some days where I work late. Glorified and I, foodie. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw that frozen yeah. pizza in there. For, <laughs> now it's ten dollars. So forget it. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No, but it's uh, it's it's tough to just say, you know. And anytime anybody's just going to give you a blanket number or like the one one size fits all financial product, right? question it because it, it's not it's a lot more complicated than that you because mm-hmm. you're you can spend your money too fast there's interest rate risk there's inflation risks there's the risk of living very long life you know yeah. so if you live a really long life you could outlive and you sp- your money and you could outlive your money even if yeah. it's two million dollars but if you set yourself up where you're getting income every month for the rest of your life no matter what that's the key. You know, that's the key. So, uh, and a lot of companies don't offer pensions anymore. We wow. have Social Security, but that's small. But there are financial products out there that you can actually purchase that do set that up for you. You do have money coming in for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when we did my snapshot, mm-hmm. I think mine was the life insurance. Yeah. Where it's got a cash value. Yeah, and then you yeah. do have some other things set up too. So you yeah. have you have some lifetime income set up. So, but yeah, it's a real important thing to do because you know you want to. It's kind of like the whole theory of driving around with a, a half a tank of gas in perpetuity. You know, you yeah. never run out. You know, yeah. or, or, or a half a charge. Like you could say yeah. you know, if you have a Tesla. But uh, yeah, so that's it's. So yeah, I'd be, you know, I would love it for everybody to be able to retire with two million dollars. That'd right. be awesome. But right. uh, 
but you maybe you know you don't get to that point but you're setting yourself up where you're going to have your monthly income needs covered every month with lifetime income then you're going to have some peace of mind there no matter how long you live nice good so um thank you again dominic for coming on um i know i'm in good hands when i look at my retirement and I think there's times, I mean, I think I'll even go like a year with, I don't look and, you know, it just, life gets busy. And then all of a sudden I'll open up a statement and I'm like, Ooh, I did really good last year. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I would suggest it. You know, if you're not close to your sixties yet, don't knock yourself. Yeah. Don't drive yourself crazy by looking at your 401k statements, looking at your IRA. If you have an individual stock trade account that you do, of course, that's different if you're a day trader, all that stuff. No, But if you're just saving and you have a long a long time horizon, the stock market is like a kid walking up a hill. Okay, the, the hill is slowly a, a grade up all the time. And the yo-yo is in the kid's hand and it's going up and down and up and down. and up. Well, the daily stock market is that yo-yo, but the kid is always walking up the hill. That's how you have to look at the stock market. Yeah. The, the stock market has only been lower at the end of a decade than it was at the beginning of a decade once in our history, and that was the 1920s. And that was the Great Depression. And that was the Great Depression. Other than that, it has always been higher at the end of the decade than it was at the beginning. So that's a steady increase. The market right. has always grown. So yeah. Um, yeah, but you're right. I I I don't look. I don't yeah. worry about it. I still am in you my can working drive years. Crazy doing that. Right, right. Or do the worst. You get out when it's gone. It's gone down, and you, you get, panic, right. and you get out, and you sell low, which is. And you look at and you're like, oh, I made. I didn't make as much, or yeah. oh, I I was at a loss. But um, you know, it, it's it's so extremely important for Americans to really understand that there's. Like you said, there's no one saving for you. You have to make the yeah. initiative and do it. So if any of you listeners want to get in touch with Dominic Escamilla, financial advisor at Country Financial, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can find us on all major platforms. You can message us on Facebook or Instagram, and I will definitely connect you guys. Um, because not only is he a fantastic financial advisor and someone I highly recommend, he's also one of the most charitable, generous people I've ever met. And I know I wanted to just kind of touch on uh, two of the things that I know personally that you uh-huh. are involved in is Make-A-Wish. Uh-huh. And the other one, we call it the Blue Blazers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is Arizona Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Right. So tell us, I mean, I to not take up too much time, mm-hmm. but Make-A-Wish for those who didn't know, started. Yeah, Make Here. a Wish started in Arizona. It's our charity. Yeah. We should all be proud of it. Started in Phoenix in 1980. Uh, it started with seven people, thirty-seven dollars and seventy-six cents between them, um, with the, the mom of the original Wish kid. And now it's in over sixty-nine countries, and That's we've amazing. we've granted four hundred fifty thousand wishes. I've been involved for ten years as a fundraiser locally for Make a Wish. Everything we raise for Make a Wish Arizona and the Tucson area it stays in Southern Arizona for our Wish kids. Yeah, for our Wish kids. Yeah. yeah, and we recently had a breakfast to, um, you yeah, know, that was hugely successful. A community breakfast. Yeah. We'll have another one next November. Yeah. So if anybody yeah. emails you or tells you about it, attend it. It was great. It was yeah. exactly one hour. We got everybody in and out. Let them know about Make a Wish and had a had a Wish dad tell a story of his two Wish kids. He had two kids. Yes. Uh, and the the best thing I I, I know we're short on time, but the best thing about Make a Wish now is that the majority of the kids are outliving their diagnoses and they're making it. And so it That's used to amazing. be it used to be a last wish, but now it's a lasting wish. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. that. And, and it's, it's because of medical technology growth, yeah. growth. 
growth and and yeah. also the, the hope that that it provides these kids and it's it's kids from three years old all the way to eighteen, and it's for kids facing a life threatening diagnoses that's that's so if you know anybody like that you know reach out to us make it wish arizona just find us online uh and you know recommend that child that teenager for make a wish because it's a life-changing experience for yeah them. it's really great i've been blessed with healthy kids thank god and that's why i'm involved yeah. with make a wish because i haven't gone through what these parents go through so i remember the one young lady she's she's an adult now mm-hmm. but uh she talked about her wish and um the mom got to go with her on a trip yeah. and she's now like a college student and yeah. she's just going to do something great in this world. You could feel it. Yeah. And yeah, she was the one that got to go to a Disney movie being filmed. Yes. Yeah. That was a really neat story. Cause she's around the same age as my daughter. And my daughter was a mm. big fan of that movie. And, and uh, there was a particular actor, uh, Cameron Boyce was his name and he passed away and this girl got to meet him and everything. And she was really excited about that. And uh, he died at like 20 years old or something. I, I forgot what, what he died from but uh so this girl this wish kid got to meet him and get photos with him and everything yeah yeah so uh, you know some of the wish stories too i feel like the children when they're making the wish are so unselfish oh yeah they want their their wish is more what can i do for my family what can i do for my mom what can i do um i remember the one young lady had her mom's backyard transformed into like the zen garden like even though it was her wish she wanted to pass it on it was just it was incredible so usually kids want to go somewhere uh COVID really messed that up. They want to mm. meet meet someone. COVID really messed that up. <laughs> uh, they want to be somewhere, be something, like be a police officer, be a fireman. Oh, Those yes. are the first two wishes, actually, ever. Uh, but now there's they want to give. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a gal that uh, spent her whole childhood in the you know children's hospital, hospital at, at TMC. And when she got her wish, I think she was about 17, she just did a shopping spree for the children's ward there and just filled it up with iPads and, and uh, wow. other video game stuff and toys. And yeah. that was that was her wish to do that. There and was it just, just it's, no it just, selfishness. Yeah, it puts a lump in your throat immediately. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, but, yeah. Um, it was an emotional breakfast. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, Make-A-Wish Foundation, for those who didn't know, non nonprofit charity, you know, they do some amazing, amazing work, and it, it was started here in Arizona. So um, if you want to know inf- more information on that, please feel free to reach us at myfavemortgage at gmail.com. You can message us uh, on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and if anyone has any questions on maybe just even having their own old retirement you know old yeah. 401ks kind of just reviewed it's always great to have a review to yeah. have a new set of eyes on it yeah just your or or if you don't have a plan at all a financial plan um or think you don't need one or thinks for that's for rich people no that's no. for everybody you know yeah. you, if you you just can't like go most people spend more time planning their vacations than they do their own retirement and if you guys if you start early like in your 20s oh it's you're so ahead of the game it's not funny you don't ever have that catch up and you could do it for small amounts that are yeah. so like just not impactful in your day-to-day finances it, 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 yeah it's it's so much more important than your cell yeah. phone and you pay so much more for your cell yeah. phone than, than, you, than you do putting in money in your retirement account yeah. and if you just treated your own retirement as much as as importantly as you treat your cell oh. phone uh you'll you'll be set by the time you're 
in your 50s. Yeah, you could retire early, guys. Yeah. (laughs) And home ownership plays an important part in that. So, um, again, I am Jamie Booth. I am here to help you for all your buying and refinancing needs from the first house to the last house, everything in between. Thank you again to Dominic Escamilla for joining us on your very first podcast. Yeah, hope to do it again. And we will have you on definitely again. And please reach out. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye.